2: Connect the dishes
1: to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. at and
0: Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks,
3: Crunchy! 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 Crunchy. Crunchy. Food court, food
2: court, food court with Richard Blaze. Argue in the food court, food court with Richard Blaze. Welcome to Food Court, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to my Food Court. I'll be your honorable judge, Richard Blaze presiding. I've never said that before, Crystal. Thank you so much. I've been a chef and a judge all over TV, and now I'm here judging your opinions, and I found a way to cut out the cooking part because I'm a very smart judge. Though it's less work for me. It's more prestigious. Joining us in court today, we have a comedy writer and performer here in Los Angeles. You may have seen her as Gaia the director in the Between Two Ferns movie for Netflix, but now she's here in my courtroom. It's Rekha Shankar.
4: Hi.
2: What is up?
4: Hey, nothing. How are no,
2: you? I'm doing good. Good. I'm not making watermelon pie, which no one will understand. No one's going to yeah. understand
4: that, but I do. And I say, ha ha, funny. There
2: you go. There you go. <laughs> and here to argue with Reka today, we have her friend and former co-worker at College Humor. It's Mike Trapp.
1: Hello. Thank you for having me. What,
4: what I th- like about that intro is it makes it sound like only you got laid off.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I Only I get the former.
1: <laughs> Reka's still <laughs> hanging around doing stuff. It, it
2: almost sounds like you got rid of him, too. Like <laughs> There's yeah. a part of it that's Former like... friend, former villain.
1: <laughs> I cut him out of my life immediately. <laughs>
2: and you're going to realize they don't like each other right now. Yeah. And this is why. Uh, but seriously, how do you know, how do you both know each other? From College Humor.
1: Yeah, we okay. worked together for a couple years. Yes. Uh, when it, whatever year it was that Rake moved out to LA. 2017. But, okay, so we've been doing comedy
2: together through College Humor for, since 2017, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. So it's safe to say that there won't be any awkward moments around the water cooler tomorrow. Mm. Which it's is also safe. sad. Thank you for throwing the sad eyebrows because that is like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's
1: totally fair to make as many jokes about this as we want. We we, we had like, oh,
5: yes. we had
1: a we had a live show, live improv show scheduled the Saturday after the layoffs happened, and it just became this huge cathartic, like just making jokes about how crazy the situation
5: yes.
2: is. Honestly, when the news broke, we were in here like recording our first really? couple of episodes, and I was following all of your like Instagram pages yes. and it almost was coming off as parody because you guys were still <laughs> carrying on it was still hilarious and I was like oh I don't know if this is actually a real thing. Yeah it's one big elaborate prank. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's all too real. Yes. And speaking of real, yes.
2: the topic that you have brought into the food court today, it is a hot button case. Yeah. And it is a it's 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 a universal case but I feel like it's also very specific to maybe California and Texas, for sure. Yeah. The case of flour versus corn tortilla. Yeah. But before we get into that, let's learn a little bit more about you two, Reka, Tell us a little bit about yourself, your favorite things about living in New York, and your favorite things about living in Los Angeles.
4: Ooh, Wow. Okay, so I'm Reka, I'm a former head writer of College Humor. <laughs> but yeah, I freaking love food. I wrote a show called Gods of Food for mm-hmm. College Humor that Richard is in and does a great job in. It's a parody of Chef's Table. So I love food and I love talking about food. That is the number one thing I like about both New York and L.A. is food. <laughs> mm-hmm. Both are great food cities. I love in New York, you can have food anytime you want. I love the doughier foods in New York, the pizzas, the bagels. I love the sort of casualness with which you can stop off and get food. I love bodega culture in New York. I also love the convenience of... You're going to laugh if you live in New York of the subway, the food of the subway, the convenience, the of, the convenience subway. of the subway, the food. You of the subway? An, if yeah. you haven't eaten you the food the of the subway, at oh my Square. god, it's incredible. I know this
1: rat that drags a slice of pizza around. You Yum. have to try it. And if you ask him for it. a
4: bite, it's delicious. Uh, so, that I love about New York. And then with LA, Asian food is so good here. Mexican food is so good here. And I sit down and eat at a, a lot more places here rather than like grabbing and going. So, I experience like restaurants more, which I love.
2: All right. So, this is uh, I'm going to put you to the test very quickly, okay. right off the bat. You have to take a side of New York versus Los Angeles in a food debate, which could happen in the next season here on Food Court. Which side are you taking?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, am I allowed to say that? Yes, okay. of course. <laughs> Okay.
1: Uh. <laughs> as like a general category. Mike, do you want to
2: come in here and, and, and yes. save Rekha sure. on this one? You're as a general category? It's LA versus New York. It's a food court debate that's not happening today, but probably soon. Okay. I'll take LA. I,
4: I think I'll take LA too because the nice... That's not how
2: a
1: debate works. Oh, shut <laughs> up!
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I take LA because, one, because I think they're the type of food I like there happens to be like specialty like east asian food is one of my favorite foods and that is just like no contest so much better out here and then two i think the restaurant experience is nicer like less of a weight mm. and all that stuff which i appreciate i
1: think from, from like a for, for like the really high-end really expensive restaurants i've been to i've had a better experience in new york but for day-to-day i'm yeah. just grabbing food like for for like mid-level to cheap food mm-hmm. it's just like you can't beat it the the there's like a van by my house that's, that that mm. sells just amazing tacos. <laughs> it's not even yeah. a food truck. It's, like, it's not a van. No, it is a van with some <laughs> yeah. with some I think you bulb just lights. Took some guys lunch. <laughs> it, like it, it's it looks shady as hell, yeah. but like we the number of times we passed by, and it smelled so
2: good. It's like we have to try these, and they're amazing. Okay. Okay, amazing sure. tacos. Yes, there it is. We've set it up. I think you're both coming back to be on the same team, yeah. and mm. to for debate for LA versus two New York comedians. Yeah, okay. I think we're gonna do that. Mike. What about you? What's some of your favorite 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 things to eat when you were growing up and some of your favorite food memories? Ooh, that's a great question.
1: So I. I'm, like, a very equal opportunity eater. I'll eat just about everything. So, it's, like, favorite things to eat growing up. Gosh, the what I I, I fall back to, my dad would um, would make kalbi when I was growing up. And that was always, like, the special occasion Your thing. dad
2: would make kalbi? Yes. Beef? Yes. Korean delicacy? That's correct. Okay.
1: Yeah. And that was always, like, the big special thing. Any special event, it's, like, it's like oh, dad's marinating it up and going to the grill and, and grilling it up. So, like, that's probably the thing that's, like, most deeply imbued in me. As far as like food memories or like stuff in general, I, I I'm the kind of person who like when I go some to a restaurant, I look for like anything I've never tried before, and I try to do that. And I do the same when I'm traveling too. So a lot of it is is trying stuff. I was I did a um I was on an archaeological project in Peru for a while, and I remember trying chunio, which is like freeze dried potatoes. Okay. Um, that is it's still made like kind of the old fashioned way, where they'll like kind of throw the potatoes out. In, it's up in the Andes, so it's like really cold and dry and like smoosh the moisture out with both with, with their feet and then let it dry and then smoosh it some more and let it dry. And it is not an experience I'd necessarily want again but it was one I was glad to try just because it was like this is such a this is a thing I will never ever get a chance to try anywhere else in my life.
2: Yeah, you don't mm. usually hear freeze dried in old school yeah. in the same sentence. Mm. Yeah. Which you just mean like they left it outside. Yeah. You <laughs> leave it outside for weeks. Right. Um, yeah. Here's a, some nerdy trivia. What is the term for freeze drying? Ooh. It's one of the few things I know. Lyophilization. That's fun. It's a fun word to say. Lyophil-
4: Lyophilization. What is the like
2: and it's about if you want to freeze dry at home it's about $25,000 investment which isn't that bad I don't know That's actually I'm just pretty saying good. you could probably yeah. start up <laughs> especially for some vegan treats I'm oh my feeling God. like there's something I'm happening I'm going freeze yeah. dry everything yeah. by the way Mike you also dislodged a memory literally when you were talking about your dad making Calbee like yeah. of my dad on like the Weber grill like cooking some cheap London broil and it flamed up and singed a chunk of his ponytail off <laughs> ponytail
3: <laughs> <laughs> like, it was the whole,
2: right the that whole sells thing is a really, whole image right there. it's more about like dad having a ponytail <laughs> but like the when you said that, the smell of his burning oh. ponytail. It's,
4: Delicious. Yeah. yeah. Charred ponytail.
2: Not good. Not good. <laughs> did, that, uh, did that like ruin London broil for dry you? Dry-aged hippie. Yeah. And yeah it, it ruined a lot of things for me, let's be honest. <laughs> All right, here we go. Reka, tell yes. us in one sentence or so the very serious case that you've brought to the court today.
4: It is my firm belief before the court here today that flour tortillas are better than corn tortillas. Wow.
2: Yeah. I, I would say, from the popular opinion, I don't know if that's the the. I don't know if that's the popular opinion, Mike. What do you have to say about that?
1: Yeah, I would say that Reka is, you know, I respect her opinions, and in this case, she's just wrong. Uh, <laughs> I come here not to disparage flour tortillas, but I think if you have a choice between the two, flour is your safety school. Corn is better in flavor, texture, appearance, Ooh, wow. and just about anything
2: else. <laughs> okay, first of all. You cannot say anything negative about your opponent's case just yet, right? Oh. Is that okay. what we're, Crystal, is that the note I'm getting from the, from the, from from the wow, bailiff? Oh, trap. Okay. I can't believe you already, already lost Already, already a foul on trap right there. Um, <laughs> Real courtrooms have points. But basically, Rayka, what he said was your basic. I think that that's what happened. Mm. So there's going to be a moment for that later sure. in wow. the debate. Uh Two tortillas that taste great and have their place, but now <laughs> I'm a chef and I have my own opinions, usually, but not today. Today, I'm turning off my own opinions when it comes to flour versus corn tortillas, and I will judge based so solely on the cases you both make here today. So really, it's time to bring it and convince me that it's either flour or corn tortillas if you have to live with one for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. But before we get into that, it's time to take a quick round of trivia.
4: <gasps> I'm going to lose.
2: Whoever wins the trivia round will get to decide who presents first, so you'll definitely want to win this. You both have buzzers in front of you. Mike, please test your buzzer so that the audience knows what your sound like. All right, yours is the heavyweight bell. <laughs> Mike with the bell and Reiko, what does yours sound like? Oh. Ding dong. It's Someone's like here.
4: Adam's family. <laughs> <laughs> or no, there's is very specifically a different noise, right? <laughs> yeah. Whatever, cut that out.
2: Hey, well, these are <laughs> both, don't cut that. <laughs> I, these cut are both bells. <laughs> yeah. They're both tortillas, so it makes a little sense. You understand the rules? Uh, just chime in when you have an uh-huh, answer. Chime. Oh, thank I, and that was unintentional. There you go. Question 1. This one is multiple choice. In the billions, how many billions of tacos did Americans consume last year? A, 4.5 billion, B, 2.8 billion, C, 15 billion, or D, one billion tacos consumed in the US? It's a multiple choice question. Yeah. You guys are really into this. Uh, Okay, Reka. B? B, (laughs) 2.8 billion tacos (laughs) with a very close guess. It is not correct. Mike, I want to say A. Was that 4.5? A is 4.5 billion tacos, and Mike takes the first round. Congrats. Mm-hmm.
4: See, I was assuming everyone was eating one, but see, <laughs> <laughs> everyone got two in yeah. their order. Or even more, you know, we got little street tacos.
2: <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of great logic behind yeah. that, though. Mike's up with one point. The second question is now worth two points. Mm. In what country will you get a dish made of eggs and potatoes? <laughs> Reca. Mexico. Mexico is wrong. When you order a tortilla, was the rest? Reca.
4: Spain. Spain is mm-hmm. correct. Yes.
2: First of all, no one has had that I've had amount it. of speed. Oh sorry. Yeah. yeah, you were you I were simply, ready to jump in.
4: I simply have to get a bite.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Now you can relax. And
4: in seventh grade Spanish class, they would always make you make that. Mm-hmm. And so my dad was always in charge of making that because always once. Because anytime a kid fucking made it, they never put any salt in it. He's like
5: shit. Right.
2: And it's, <laughs> it's potatoes. Potatoes. Yes, the famous tortilla español. Yes. So Reka has two points, Mike, you have one. This last question is now worth three points because it's my show and I can make the rules. So basically, whoever gets this question will win the round. Is that correct, Crystal? Yes, it is. According to a Harris poll in twenty eighteen, what is America's favorite Mexican restaurant? Mike. I'm gonna say it's some basic thing. I'm gonna say it's like Taco Bell. Taco. Taco Bell is correct. <laughs> That's
4: what I thought. That makes sense. I mean, what would be, like, Chipotle? Like, I don't know what would be then, the other answer. You're
2: both, like, Chinova, I knew this before. We've, Chevy's. Uh, yeah, We've worked together before. I knew this before you came in the studio. You're both brilliant. But the answer is Taco Bell, which yes. surpassed Chipotle and Moe's Southwest Grill, wow. the latter of which was the brand of the year in 2016 and 2017. Moe's? Have you ever been to a Moe's? In a, I think in an airport once, maybe. Okay. That
4: was the brand of the year? What does that mean? In
2: 2016 and 2017, said some magazine, that... probably a QSR magazine, said that they're the brand of the year. Mo's. when you walk in, they go, welcome to Mo's." That used to be the thing they did. That was like their sort of, you know, fun little thing Sounds that they
4: horrifying. Did. <laughs> you know what they did do, though? Oh, sorry,
2: I've been to all three of these. The taco salad. Are you a fan of the crispy shell that's a bowl? Yeah. I'm okay with a taco I, salad. I yeah. I've
4: never get that, but I'm not going to say no to it.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's a crispy shell. I, I mean, feel like
4: kinda... more often what I get is a salad that has a crispy tortilla in it sometimes like a yeah, I feel like
2: I feel like with
1: a taco bowl you run the risk of the bottom getting extremely soggy by the end. Which and, can
2: be mm, nice. You, but you like Oh well, my we'll god. Well we'll get into we, it. First of all you're coming back for many episodes because <laughs> I feel the soggy versus crunchy cereal debate is on deck next with that. Oh so- boy. Soggy can be good sometimes. Okay Mike that means that you have won you have I don't know four or five points something like that four points Crystal says and that means that you get to make the big decision now there's a little strategy at play do you want to present present your case for corn tortillas first, or would you like Reka to present for flour first? I will let Reka present first. All right. So you're taking the baseball strategy. You're going to be the home team. You're going to get last licks. Coward. Uh, Rekha, <laughs> the coward's choice. <laughs> as Reka clicks her pen and gets ready to okay. deliver. But before we do that, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll get right to it.
5: Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's L E E S A dot com slash iHeart.
2: And we are back to recap. The case before me today is a question asked at restaurants all over America every day. Corn? or flour. I'm talking about tortillas, of course. Now it's time for the oral arguments. The way this works is that each of you will have three minutes to state your case. During this three minutes, you need to lay out your case. Focus on your own paper and your own case and really move me, okay? Okay. Understand, right? Pretty simple. After you both state your case, you'll get two minutes of a rebuttal to go as negative as you want against the other person's side. So this first three minutes is really positive, all about why your thing is the best. And again, if you do use your three minutes to go negative, I will bang the gavel and you will lose points or something like that. I don't know. I'll get mad. And I'm the judge. You don't want that to happen. Yeah. Okay, so Reka, you're up first. The case is flour tortillas, Yeah. perhaps controversial. Your three minutes starts now.
4: Now, Richard, (laughs) let me ask you, have you ever rooted for an underdog?
2: Always. Okay.
4: Now, when you think of the flour tortilla... You might think something basic. You might think Taco Bell. You might think cheap roadside gas station bean burrito or something like that. And you might think of it with a little bit of a disparaging tone in your voice. Ah, that's cheap. That's not authentic. Let me tell you that flour tortillas actually have an origin on the northern Mexican border. They are authentic. It just so happens that their history is often erased by Tex Mex by fast food joint culture. But it's there. It's Mexican it's as Mexican as another type of tortilla. I won't say what. I'm not I'm not here to break a rule. Okay. I could be talking about anything. Now I as a person of color can kinda of relate to the idea of having something erased about you. Having your background erased, you know, being a little whitewashed, shall we say. Now, now forgive me for using that with the flour tortilla, which is white. But it is a tortilla whose history has been erased and who's been sort of kind of, uh, I, I will say, reduced into just being a cheap tortilla. Because have you heard of the Sobaquera tortilla? I have not. It is a large, thin tortilla, almost like a, it's thin as a napkin, almost like a crepe. And now, as <laughs> a one of color from, from Indian origin, we've got our own little crepe like tortilla called a dosa. Mm-hmm. And I'm not here to hate dosas. And I don't, I don't know if my opponent is here to hate dosas, but I'm even saying it in the whitewash way. It's dosa. But I would just like to tie the flour tortillas origins and and ancillary products to all these other uh, types of flatbreads from around the world. The lavash, right, shall we say. Dare I say a flatbread, a Moorish flatbread in Mexican cuisine. Hello, the Moors, outcasts bringing their food into Mexico saying, hey, how about we get a little chance at our own flatbread? Are you to say no to that? I don't, I don't really think so. <laughs> I'd also like to bring up not just a white flour tortilla. We're not talking about just one type of flour. How many types of flour are there? Wheat flour. Delicious. Hello? Arizona, New Mexico specialize in wheat flour tortillas. And are we here to outcast We're here to outcast, I guess, imposters of the flour tortilla, but what about people who, I don't know, revolutionize it? What about people who build off of it? So it's not just your Taco Bell roadside 99-cent burrito. It's something bigger and better than what anyone could have imagined it to be. What about
2: taste, Rekha? Do they taste good.
4: They taste incredible. They are soft. They are pliable. They go well with any type of filling. Bye.
2: (laughs) At three minutes, Reka coming in with perhaps a little bit of political pandering. Uh, Rooting for the underdog, striking a chord with me. I mean, everyone likes a good underdog story. Really drawing some comparisons globally with some other flatbreads or thin napkin crepe-like dishes, the lavash. Soba Cuero comes up. I've never heard of it. I'm a professional chef points for educating me, and points for like really taking the flour tortilla, which could be basic, and turning it into an underdog story. Thank you. Mike, you will now have your chance, three minutes, to tell us why corn tortillas reign supreme. You ready to go? (laughs)
1: Yes, let's do it. (laughs) Your
2: time starts now.
1: Thank you, Judge, uh, ladies and gentlemen of the jury. (laughs) I would like to put forward to you that a corn tortilla is simply the superior choice to begin with and most importantly superior flavor the the flavor of a corn tortilla is like nothing else if that like buttery sometimes slightly mineral this this ethereal original uh, unique flavor that you can only get with a corn tortilla or other sort of or hominy or other nationalized products you also have a better texture It's chewy, but it's not tough. It's pliable, but it's not doughy. It's going to stand up to wet ingredients if you want to load that up with wet taco fillings or smother it in sauce and bake it into enchiladas. It is simple, but it is inexplicably addictive. You're also looking at better visual appeal because a corn tortilla, you can use use red corn, you can use blue corn, you can use yellow corn. So what you're looking at here is, look, you eat with your eyes first we all know it we've said it before so if you see a, a, a brilliant red tortilla a brilliant bright canary yellow tortilla these these are these are colors that are going to contrast with your fillings and make you make the dish look more appetizing you're also looking at better versatility i mean you can fry a corn tortilla to make corn chips you can bake them you can use leftovers for tortilla soup if you you can do so so many things with a corn tortilla uh, that's not to mention also your health benefits. It's more inclusive. They're gluten free. If you have gluten free friends, you're you're going to be able to uh, serve them corn tortillas. If you have vegetarian friends, corn tortillas are pretty are frequently vegetarian. And you're also looking at fewer calories per per weight. So you get less fat, fewer calories, more fiber, and yet there's more flavor, which is atypical of a healthy food. It's a simple, simple food, but with that simplicity comes... Oh, no, I'm doing okay. <laughs> I was like, what's my time looking at? Like it? Ten it's minutes. A, it's a simple food. <laughs> it's just a couple of ingredients, but that also means there's less processing. Uh, and that also means it's easier to make at home. You can, you know, I've woken up before and I've mixed together some some maseca and some hot water and some oil, and I've made fresh corn tortillas for, for breakfast tacos before. It doesn't take that long. You have. I have. And it's much easier to work with than a, a, a wheat dough is. Now, This is all what I think is the most important. We're talking flavor, we're talking texture, we're talking health, the things I think about with food. And I can see that I am running out of time. So I will conclude with this. Tortillas offer better flavor, aroma, texture, visual appeal, health benefits, versatility, for less cost and fewer ingredients.
2: All right, Mike, lots of important things being said. Filling up the three minutes here. You know, listen, you can fry flour tortillas. I'm just saying that. Fair That is kind of a point against you there. A little bit of showing off over there. <laughs> With, uh, I often wake up and f- toss together some. With listen my wife. My, listen, yeah. my beautiful wife and I, we I, wake up and we. I'm
4: supposed to be married.
2: <laughs> we linger over a
1: fresh corn tortilla and uh, a fresh hot cup of coffee. We look yeah. out the window and we read our novels.
4: It's a pour <laughs> over that over we've coffee. written. Yeah.
2: It's a pour over coffee for sure. Yeah, and a
4: Coming. Credit
2: for throwing in nixtamalization, uh, a word oh that is hard to say.
4: I knew I was like, ugh. Yes, he's good in love.
2: And now is the time you've been waiting for, Reka, because what you couldn't see during Mike's presentation was Reka, <laughs> feverishly scribbling, Fever, yes, and making like lots of expression <laughs> over there. I wish we did have uh, the, the camera going. Uh, I think you're ready for the rebuttal, Rekha.
4: I'll try it.
2: Okay, so you have two minutes to let Mike know why corn tortillas (laughs) suck, basically, and your two minutes start now.
4: Yeah, corn tortillas are rubbery. They're rubbery, I'm sorry. And they're often really small, and I know you mentioned a caloric thing. And I'm sorry, Mike, I guess, forgive me, I'm trying to enjoy my life. I'm not trying to count calories. I don't know if everyone noticed that Mike was sort of pointedly looking at all of us when he said that calorie thing like he wants us all to lose weight or something i don't know if that's just me assuming so that just felt pretty bad and that comes from like corn tortilla lobbyists and stuff the mineral taste like that doesn't sound good to me that doesn't sound tasty at all that sounds like okay you want me to be healthy you're trying to push your health mm. agenda on me and i'm not interested you called it ethereal that sounds inaccessible to me that sounds like i a person have to have a certain palette to enjoy like a vegetably kind of flatbread. You said it can hold wet ingredients. I would like to say a flour tortilla can also hold wet ingredients and gets a nice char on it. I've seen tortilla art. Have we seen char art? I've seen it where people uh, 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 griddle up tortillas to have certain patterns on it and it looks better on a flour tortilla I will say. If we're talking about visibility you're red. Oh I have red and blue friends. <laughs> Your stupid little <laughs> visual pure argument. Get out of here. You mentioned it being health inclusive. I will say a flour tortilla has a doughier, fattier taste, which as a vegetarian, I appreciate. I don't want a tortilla that tastes healthful because I'm already eating a bunch of veggies. And often things that are not seasoned super well when I eat vegetarian tacos made poorly or whatever, then the tortilla can really save it. And when I get a corn tortilla with a crappy filling, there's a type of vegan taco I've had recently that's super cabbage super briny. You know what I'm talking about. I'm not going to name the name because I respect the establishment, but I'm always bummed when it's in a corn tortilla because I'm like, God, every part of this is just missing out to me. It's trying to be super healthful with no like unctuous, deep sort of fatty flavors. So I appreciate that.
2: I was so wrapped up in your argument. You got an extra five seconds there. My goodness. Sorry. It's okay. I think something to be said there was that a flour tortilla can save something that's even cabbage Yeah. I it's mean, interesting. It's an interesting point of is view. It's an Thank interesting you. take on it. <laughs> I,
4: One, and, I, and I did have a point that flour tortillas can be made into chips, but. Your re- time is up. The right. judge already brought <laughs> it <laughs> <laughs> up for me. The judge already brought yeah, it up.
2: The <laughs> time is, but they can. You are correct. All right, Mike, you'll have two minutes now uh, to let us know why flour tortillas are horrible. Your time starts now.
1: Reka, you say that flour tortillas <laughs> are the underdog and i say that this is a wrong assumption i think most americans actually probably prefer the flour tortilla as we learned recently that most americans prefer taco bell as their preferred uh, taco uh, uh, mexican restaurant of choice uh, you also bring up the issue of authenticity and while we're gonna we're gonna weigh in here you can you can uh, of course say that there's all there's these long traditions but you have to acknowledge at least that wheat is not native to the americas so if you're going to make the authentic argument and say that wheat that these uh, wheat tortillas deserve a place they absolutely do but at whose expense if you're doing it at the expense of corn tortillas that means you are erasing the entire pre-Columbus history of the Americas in one simple act Reka. Uh, <laughs> you also in all your experience extolling all the virtues of your flour tortilla. What was the last thing you mentioned? What was the, the last thing you brought up that you even needed Richard to remind you of? It's the taste. It came at the very end, this this final, this last fleeting thought for you because flour tortillas offer you very little taste. And the taste that is there, as you said, comes from the fat, which is often made with lard, which you as a vegetarian say you appreciate, but you can't, if you're, if you're not gonna appreciate that lard, lard flavor, I don't know what you're gonna get out of that. You call corn tortillas rubbery. Agree to disagree. You call tortillas uh, small size. I think that is a valid point. Tortillas are often smaller, but I think that that allows you to sample only more delicious varieties of tacos. Only more things. What do you lose out from a small tortilla? You maybe lose burritos. What do you lose out by just having large t- t- tortillas? You're going to lose on enchiladas. You're going to lose out all kinds of things. I'm running out of time, so I'm going to simply say that corn tortilla is the better choice. You're wrong. <laughs>
2: reka chiming in with the you're wrong <laughs> all right i mean listen a lot to think about right there mike coming in strong with the wheat is not native to the america's I knew argument <laughs> so ready for other podcasts i don't know if it'll have anything to do with my decision but that was a lot to take in i'm going to need to go over my notes here and and as i do that let's take a short break
5: /i heart
4: I did forget to mention that they taste good because truly to me all theatrics aside. This is it, where
1: it comes down. Yeah. It is
4: so obvious to me that they taste better that I didn't even think I need to list it. Flour tortillas? I think they taste better. I think and
1: they I, taste like nothing.
4: I often get corn tortillas because they are more healthy, but I love flour tortillas. They taste so good. I've recently just started to be like, get the thing that tastes better.
1: I think, but but that's just it. I think that, I mean, you said that, that, that you like the, you know, the, like the fattier flavor and stuff, and I think that you get like a butter flavor from corn tortillas, this like nice, like almost like buttered popcorn kind of flavor. No. That is is just better. You get no. like you get you get more flavor. I guess I'll say like if you dislike the, I can understand if you dislike the flavor of a corn tortilla, yeah. but I feel like it's bringing more to the party than a flour tortilla is. I
4: guess so. I here's the thing, and this is where we differ. I like. And this is because I eat a lot of Indian food. Mm-hmm. I like a nice
1: soggy soppy, bread. I know you soppy, like a soggy bread, Soggy you you
4: you,
1: you you described your ideal <laughs> bread as being like a napkin. Of course you like <laughs> <I know. laughs>
5: bread soaked in liquid. I know.
4: I got a sandwich the other day the, the, the woman came out and spoke to me. It was a it was a burger and she's like, "Sorry, we ran out of buns." She goes, "I could just put it on some nice pieces of thick Texas toast." And I went, "Okay, sure." And I was so glad it wasn't just a crunchy ass piece of Texas toast.
1: A little soft and soggy. Soggy. God, and damn so you. delicious. <laughs> Let, I'm gonna. I, I bet that you are a big fan of that last bite of burrito. I that like corner nub, bite that's just, the the that's just I, like mostly liquid and like is a little. My-
4: absolute favorite part of a burrito, the nub that is like folded over on itself, tortilla. It's like a little
1: dumpling. It's like a little Mexican soup dumpling. Yes. It's
4: so good. And I feel that you get that way better in a flour tortilla than in a corn tortilla. Well, you
1: can't have a burrito with a corn tortilla. Exactly.
2: Court is back in session. I can see that you've continued the arguing and now... We don't know how the legal system works. Yeah. We just, we've just You're been just screaming arguing. at each other. Yeah. You don't even have clients. You just you just yes. enjoy a good
1: argument. We, we, I've got like one one sad corn tortilla sitting next oh, to no, me. It's I just, have a
4: flour tortilla flop sweating yeah. on my chair. Just, just
1: like wringing a hat out. Yeah. It's like, I don't know how'd you think i go. And then little,
4: little flour tortilla's behind me. Yeah. Daddy! <sighs> I'll
2: be with you soon. <laughs> All right. Order, order. You're too friendly. <laughs> We're back and I've had a chance to think about it, but before I give my verdict, it's time for either of you, if you have any final words to state your case, now is the... A chance. Reka, Mike, any final words?
4: I feel I didn't give flour tortillas their, their, their time in the sun taste-wise. Mm. Flour tortillas are delicious. They are so perfect for sopping up liquids, sopping up flavors. They are such a perfect vehicle for the delicious fillings of a taco or burrito. And I love that they are so versatile with what type of Mexican cuisine you can have. And you can fry them.
2: Okay. Adding in the fry, that's pretty succinct right there. Mike, last words?
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll just say that I think that I have nothing against a flour tortilla. It's simply that the corn tortilla is better. And I think even with Reika's final subject on taste, even there she could only get one sentence before reverting back to, it's a vehicle, which is not
2: flavor. Well done. Okay, thank you for your time in this court. This is an age-old debate, a very serious one for... Many, many people, Reka and Mike, you had some amazing things to say. Reka. as far as flour tortillas, you introduced me to the word soba cuero, correct? My, soba cuera with an A. Soba cuera. Yeah. And you proved to me that flour tortillas are authentic, that they're the underdog, that they're stretchy, they can make bad fillings taste good. And in your last statement there, that they're good for sopping. And things that are good for sopping are good for eating. Yes. I don't know why I went there. <laughs> Mike, corn tortillas. Mm. Wow. They are flavor bombs, aren't they? You brought nixtamalization into the game. That's where they're going to get this the flavor of a corn tortilla. They're pliable but not doughy. That was something that might be my new Twitter handle right there. <laughs> my bio. <laughs> Both of you stated your cases very well. I have finally, after a long time in my chambers, after thinking long and hard about it, I have... My final verdict. And I voted with my heart and perhaps a little bit of my stomach. And Mike, you've totally convinced me. Mm. Wow! The court mm. shaking hands with the tortilla next yeah. to me <laughs> is
5: in <laughs> the favor of the corn
4: <laughs>
2: tortilla gets the victory today. Thank you so much, Reka.
4: It's okay. You're just sending an innocent tortilla to jail.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and listen, to get the sour taste of losing out of your mouth, I highly recommend that the two of you go out for tacos after this. I feel like you've probably done that already. If
4: you want to get a shitty taste out of your mouth, you should use a flour tortilla. It's good at sopping up a bad filling and making you taste great.
2: <laughs> she's still arguing. Yeah, I can't.
1: This can't she, I'm go, I'm go, we're bringing this up to the court of appeals. We're going to all the way to the Supreme Food right, Court. This is heading
2: to the appeals court for sure. Thank you so much for bringing your case to the food court. You can find Reka performing every week at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater here in LA. Yes. And you can Google her to find funny stuff she's written for The New Yorker, which which is incredibly classy. McSweeney's, Reductress, and more. And Mike's at MikeWtrap on Twitter and Instagram, and you can watch his videos on the College Humor YouTube channel. Thanks so much for spending more time with me. No one will ever know watermelon pie, perhaps. But I thought for sure that was the last time you'd want
1: to. Hang Maybe this out with will me. be like a nice little. It'll be like this. This legend that Bill's like. What are they talking about with
2: watermelon pie?
1: And we'll just never explain it.
2: I think that's the best way to do it. But listen, audience, what do you think? Did I get this one totally wrong? Ray could thinks so, and I know you will let me know at Richard Blaze across all social media handles. Food Court is a production of iHeartRadio. I'm Richard Blaze. My producer is Crystal Bamahi. Food Court was created by our executive producer, Christopher Hasiotis. The rest of my Food Court clerks are Gabrielle Collins, David Wasserman, and Jasmine Blaze. Our theme song is by Jason Neesmith. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And until next week, Food Court is adjourned. Congratulations, Mr. Toshan.
4: <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. We'll get you out. We'll get you a deal. Food <laughs> Court with Richard.